what's up, amigo? What's up, gorgeous? You looking, damn <laughs> looking good. Looking oh, sexy over Vicky here. looking ass boy over here. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, D-Fam? Welcome back to the greatest Bi-City podcast in the world, the Weekly D-Podcast. I'm your host, Danny G. This is my incredible co-host, Mr. Kyle Austin. What's going on, guys? And tonight, we were supposed to have a very special guest, but unfortunately, due to conflicts of scheduling, he will not make it. So you got us today. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies ahead of time, but... You know what, Danny, this this kind of works out, though. I mean, because I think it's good to kind of just get the listeners uh, just kind of back on track to kind of what we're doing, kind of oh, get an idea sure. of kind of where we're going. And I think this is going to be like kind of nice for us because we kind of just jumped into an interview with a really different like setup and um, style. Yeah, really different setup than what we used to do uh, yeah. and a lot more like uh, things. And we didn't really provide any uh, any sort of like, explanation <laughs> as to why. So yeah. maybe this will be the episode that we could do that. Dude, my lighting is wild right now. Looks like I'm glowing. Dude, I, I there's nothing I can do about the lighting that I have. <laughs> I, I'm in my living room. It is what it is. Um, but that's okay. There we go. Like, we're here. We are ready to kind of just have that conversation. And uh, feel free to ask questions. Uh, we'll yeah. throw... We don't pay a lot of attention directly to the Twitch. Um, no, no, no. At least we, while we're... We have producers that we hired yeah. to watch the Twitch. They're moderators. Now, do they do a good job in relaying the information to us? I don't know. Arguably, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, that's why they fit so well in our team. Exactly. Um, no, realistically, though, we, but yeah, we did hire producers. We actually have people that are working on the show in the background that kind of yeah. help and make sure that we're actually properly doing this whole thing right. Like, mm-hmm. I think we, we've been doing podcasting for four years, and uh, like, I think me and Danny collectively pretty close yeah. to four years. Um, and uh, well, we wanted to fact, kind of change things up. The Week D&D started on June 18th of 2018. So about four years. Yeah, and I was gonna say I don't think I'm gonna need a beer was much further back. I think that was I think it was literally in October. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. I yeah, think that's I think when it we was. jumped in. Damn, yeah. dude. Almost four years of podcasting. Yeah, it's insane. It's wild. Um, but I think we're growing. I think we're getting better at this whole thing. I hope so, so. man. We invested <laughs> all this money into it, all this time. You know, four years of my life I've gone to telling stories on the internet. So I would yeah. hope it, it's it's picking up steam because Yeah. So I guess we can kind of start like, let's go back a little bit, kind of figure out what where we went for like a little That's while, cool. talk about kind of like where we're going, mm-hmm. and then we can kind of discuss a little bit more as we go to and introduce some special people that'll be like in this this whole thing going forward. Yes. Um, so t- I'm going to take you back. So a little bit, listeners. So we're going to go back to October. Uh, mm-hmm. To put in perspective, every single one of us at Paperplate Media, Paperplate Media being our big conglomerate uh, that we're all working under at this point, we're exhausted. Yeah. Um, we have been podcasting <laughs> nonstop for almost an entire year. Um, Some of y'all multiple had, podcasts at once. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like So me, I, as an example, I was doing uh, both my 
like the weekly D podcast as mm-hmm. well as accidental chaos which is another podcast that i was on on top of managing cryptocurrency like with doge and everything that was going on and it was just exhausting and i was really tired and things were intense i was also i'm also working on an nft project uh, mm-hmm. that released you know earlier this year um it and was on, just a lot and on top of we're, that we have full-time jobs and we also have full-time <laughs> jobs yeah so talking about burnout burnout is something that like has just notably happened to a lot of people and it was mm-hmm. the first time that i had really ever felt that from a creator's perspective like i've never had something where i'm just like i'm sick of this i'm sick yeah. of it i don't want to do it anymore at least for right now i need a break <laughs> like i need a real real break because i've mm-hmm. taken vacations from it but i got to the point where we every single one of us was dreading to get on because we were we were getting sick of the same thing yeah. over and over again um yeah. So we stopped in October just to take a break, you know, to kind of figure out what the plan was. And we decided, let's put our heads together, think of some ideas on how we can improve the podcast, maybe brings a little bit more, you know, clarity to like what we want to present ourselves as and, you know, kind of change direction on a couple of different pieces to see yeah. if we can kind of become more, a little bit more professional, kind of a build on to our style, improve our editing skills, maybe eventually improve our video skills, mm-hmm. things like that. So, um, you yeah. know, come January, that's when everything really started to begin. Yeah. So we, we really had a, a defining moment where as paper plate media, we had to sit down together and just figure out what each show was. Because everything was, I hate to say it, a clusterfuck. Like, it was yep. just a mashup of things. We were throwing crazy... We were literally throwing stuff at the wall and just seeing what stuck. And we realized that wasn't the best way to go about it. Especially yep. with the opportunities that started presenting themselves to us. Uh, sponsorships presenting themselves to us. So we figured it was time to, you know, switch it up and, and become a little more professional. Uh, Do something we really enjoy, which is talking to friends and talking to, to new people. Making new friends. You know, we've had really awesome interviews in the past and we're, we've brought some of them back and we're going to bring back even more people and we're going to meet new people. We have tons of people that, that we're lining up interviews with. And I mean, the Weekly D is just, it's it's evolving into something completely different, but something that's a whole lot of fun for us to do and something we enjoy and that, that, you know, honestly, we hope you guys enjoy as well as, as we proceed. I still think it's kind of crazy, like looking back at the year that we had last year in, in 2021, because I mm-hmm. think when we had started the year of 2020, the expectation, especially during COVID and stuff, was we were going to build, right? We were going to yep. build. We were going to really make 2021 our year. And I think 2021 was the perfect year to build instead. So yep. what we kind of did really was figure out what worked, what didn't. Accidental chaos mm-hmm. became a real thing. Uh, I'm going to beer. It started to become it, a it thing, was on which idol. is what our own podcast it, we it have. Was on it was idol. a little idle. Yeah. We, we were, it was, it was going to happen. And then it just, it just fizzled because there was just so much going on at the time mm-hmm. that it was just intense and it was just a lot and it was very stressful. Um, but I guess coming down to it, like, one of the things that I'm really proud of is like we went from, you know, drunk interviews with crazy, you know, experiences and conversations <laughs> yeah. and stories to having Dion Warwick on the podcast for a moment last year. Yeah. You know, you know, a legendary R and B singer that was able to actually just kind of talk to us about, you know, an upcoming like, you know, concert that she was going to be a part of mm-hmm. with Doge Palooza. And I also got to speak to DJ Nomad, who's also worked with, you know, people from you know, all over when it comes to like the just general music world, you know, from anywhere from Lady Gaga to Beyonce to, to Britney Spears. Yeah. Like it was, it was awesome. You know, yeah. something that really uh, was hard to beat. And, um, 
I think really we're on the right path to potentially topping that this year. So I think we have some awesome things set up in the, in the, in the background and, you know, maybe less celebrity guests as it goes through, but I think we're going to have some really awesome conversations with some really awesome people this year. And that's yeah. the important part, right? We want to have conversations with real people. Not that, that not, not to say that Dion Warwick is not a real person because she's absolutely, she is a person. You know, she's very, very, very nice and very, very sweet, very, very sweet individual. Um, yeah. But to go into more like, you know, really talking to people that are going through it, that are grinding, that are building, you know, what they want, just like we are. Mm-hmm. So, and that comes from all sorts of different, you know, avenues and perspectives from musicians to, you know, uh, business owners to, you know, concert, you know, mm-hmm. creators to crypto creators. Like we want to talk to all of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is going to be potentially our opportunity to do so this year. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, that's, this is one of the reasons why we're on Twitch now. Um, we decided we needed to evolve and keep growing as a company and as a podcast. And we obviously we lacked in the video aspect of it. And you know, this is our chance to to turn that around, produce video, produce the Twitch, have fun with y'all, interact with y'all. What's up to everybody in the chat? Uh, Metalhead and Mexi Beercon, we see y'all. Hey, <laughs> I see you two beautiful, beautiful people. Yes, sir. <laughs> we appreciate y'all for joining the the, the cast and the um. Wow. conversation yeah the conversation my bad i was reading <laughs> the saying. joys of live Dude, recording twitch is so really difficult is. as a podcaster like you cannot watch the chat and, and uh keep talking but no, no. uh we're, we're adding new aspects to our, our podcasting game uh we're gonna bring out merch finally this year we got a lot of special surprises a I'm lot so of people excited. are gonna get some really cool shit from us uh be on the lookout for it we will be messaging a lot of the people that have been on this show and a lot of people that listen to the show yeah so be on the lookout so just, we'll be hitting y'all up sooner than later and uh y'all might be getting a special gift from us <laughs> from us you. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, case you, in case you didn't know um but yeah no i guess kind of going forward where we are today and kind of what the process is um so paper plate has taken a kind of a big step into actually becoming an official llc mm-hmm. um we're working on potentially getting that we're finally getting that done yeah. we said we got it done and then it just kind of we thought we did and it fizzled and you know we just didn't have the funds for it because that's just kind of how the world works sometimes um mm-hmm. but we got it now uh we're working on getting it all set up and ready to go and uh with that paper plate media is becoming a full-blown business at this point yep. um meaning you know uh people are joining the crew and you know things are changing as a whole um so mm-hmm. i kind of wanted to go ahead and you know go over that so wanted to introduce two new people um, that have officially joined the Paper Plate Media Group as a whole. Um, so first one I want to introduce is Alan. So Alan is our, basically he's our videographer. He assists with all of the Twitch, you know, setup for the most part. Anything that you see happening in Twitch right now, the way that it looks is definitely because of Alan. Yeah. Um, so if it looks like, and Chris, like crap, uh, blame them. <laughs> yeah. So if it looks like garbage, blame them. Um, but he's been able to kind of really help re kind of, yeah. Uh, revitalize kind of how paper how paper plate media as a whole but also mm-hmm. pretty much how this whole thing is going to look how right, our video forward. aspect is, is coming out i mean honestly chris and alan they, they've been doing an amazing job setting up the twitch mm-hmm. setting up the night bots staying in the chat um alan has been exceptional to our team he's, he's been a great add-on just as much as chris uh chris leading the twitch for the whole company and alan leading uh, video editing and producing for the weekly D podcast. So we appreciate you, Alan. 
Uh, and we appreciate you, Chris. Much. Yes. And Chris, we appreciate you. Y'all are fucking but, awesome. But Chris ain't new. <laughs> I was like, let's yeah. shout Chris out. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm new in my heart. Right. <laughs> um, but no, shout out to Chris for real. He's been really grinding and really doing some good, really, really good stuff like for us yeah. and for the space. Um, another person I want to introduce, his name's Cody Dow. Um, he's going to hey. be the new producer, or not the new producer, well, basically kind of co-producer and uh, creator and co-host of I'm Need a Beer Podcast. Yes, finally, finally, I'm Need a Beer Podcast is going to be coming back. Uh, it's going to be all about, you know, true crime, horror. We're going to be talking a lot of, you know, uh, aspects to horror movies. We're going to be going over some really fun conversations when it comes to the subject of horror as a whole. Maybe have some really, inter- really fun interviews and guests on so pretty soon. Um, we also wanted to be sure we kind of have, you know, an idea of really where we want to take this whole thing. And uh, Cody is a great you know teammate and really keeps me keeps me accountable to make sure that I am able to this third podcast up and running and mm-hmm. uh back back up into the you know a good thing yes sir finally um, finally i'm gonna need a beer is coming back you know will that re- the episode with you know you uh oh, well, shit. danny we, we did and me release whatever released i don't i don't know maybe. i mean it could be a lost file a lost footage <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at yeah, this yeah. Point. it was a fun it was a fun conversation talking about dorothy and yeah. stuff but you know we want to you know bring, potentially bring on some like bigfoot like hunters and things like that that was like kind of the fun aspect we really wanted to bring to it and hopefully maybe have some really cool guests along the way um so we hope you stick around for that um, and for, you know, this as a whole, because we will be streaming here. Um, that goes for us, Accidental Chaos. Uh, I'm going to be here for now. We'll be mostly in post. Uh, so you really won't see that very much. But if we can do a live cast, we have like a special guest or something. We'll certainly put it here as well. But yes, sir. Going in where we are now. So, yeah, shout out to those guys. But where we are now. Um, we're reformatting. We're, we're reformatting. Yeah. We're rebranding. Like I said before, we're switching to more of an interview setup. Uh, you'll mm-hmm. still have some episodes where me and Kyle are just riffing and uh, talking about current events and world events. You know, we we still want to have fun with this. Uh, we want to get y'all more involved. So the yep. more people that watch the Twitch and interact with the chat, I mean, the better. We'll, we'll have sections when we interview people where y'all can jump in and just ask your questions to the artists or whoever we're talking to that night. Uh, we're gonna be playing games, giving out shout outs, everything. Like it's yep. it's a good time to for us to evolve as a podcast and bring y'all in a little bit more. We'll also be your forward. favorite news hosts and news sources when World War Three finally pops off. So just keep that in mind. Oh um, hell yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be on it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be Putin in the work. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> anyways um but yeah so that's kind of where we are now uh now i guess overall um what do we want to look at in the future right um and i think that's the goal so one thing that we want to do for sure is we hope to definitely up a lot of our production uh, that includes video production things like that we want to become a little bit more professional in that aspect and start to mm-hmm. kind of build on that uh, we also definitely want to potentially bring in more podcasts uh there are plenty of great creators out there and building as a collective is definitely something that really helps um so if you have a podcast or if you're ever interested in starting a podcast you don't really know how definitely hit Hit us us up up. you can always message me at it's that guy kyle on both instagram and twitter um i'm always pretty much available if you have questions things like that um Mm -hmm. same with danny uh you can hit me at uh, Danny underscore G951 on all social medias, or you can email us at the weekly D pod. 
at gmail.com and uh just in the subject line put help <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll figure it out and we'll help you all as much as we can if y'all want to join the, the crew you know we got tons of talent on the team now uh, we, we can always use more if there's ever an opportunity yeah. and uh, and if you see like there's there's something that we may need that we're lacking yeah um so keep that in mind yeah. um and yeah i mean that's basically that we're looking forward to the future we also hope to finally launch uh two of our other namesake podcasts that we're wanting to build, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be Immigrant Mentality, which is going to be Danny and uh, Noelia's big project. Yep. Uh, the expectation with uh, Immigrant Mentality is going to be a discussion revolving immigration. Um, yes, sir. And that's going to be a conversation on both, you know, pro pros for immigration and, you know, yeah, negative for we, immigration. We've done a we're few talking. interviews and they are some hot topics. Yep. And uh, um, it's very interesting. We, we've learned a lot talking to all sorts of people from different walks of life and whether they're pro or against immigration uh you definitely want to listen to it because you might learn something you might switch a perspective or you might just understand why the other people that don't agree with you are on that aspect not to mention we may have a every maybe every once in a while have a fully spanish integrated podcast something specifically for our spanish listeners that we want to build into immigrant mentality um Mm -hmm. especially if it's going to be stories uh from you know people that have lived it and that have told it that really only speak that language yeah uh so we hope to bring that that aspect of spanish but we also hope to bring that aspect outside of just you know mexican culture and stuff as well because there's a lot more immigrants out here than you think there are yeah uh yeah it's gonna be a great podcast i'm I'm super excited to to get it finally finished and fully released um but it it's definitely something please be on the lookout for it because when it hits it's gonna be it's gonna do something it's gonna be a game changer yeah and then the last one is uh is a it's gonna be kind of like a tester uh we're kind of gonna be figuring out what the plan is for it but it's gonna be a more intense more raunchy take on our typical podcast uh, Mm -hmm. a little bit more like the old school weekly d it's pretty Um, much actually weekly d on steroids yeah yeah, but a little bit more raunchy uh (laughs) and that's uh it's called right now the weekly d after dark but we're working on some names to kind of readjust um and something that's a little bit more fun maybe on the nose um and uh the plan is to have that built out pretty soon you'll have links to be able to view it things Mm -hmm. like that because we kind of want it to go through somewhere where you know, people can have the freedom to talk however they want to at that point. Yeah. It is one of those podcasts where there'll be no censorship. Uh, anything we discuss on there is free and open to be discussed. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that's if you're ever interested in that, we may have some very interesting guests on that yeah. podcast. Oh, no. That, um, that one, as soon as we get the green light, it's going to be yeah, no holds bar, smack you in the face. There's nothing being held back. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time. You might get disgusted by what we talk about, but it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. We're also coming out with short, a shorter version podcast, just like the metal show. Uh, that's going to be produced by Chris. And then we're going to have the low D podcast, which is a raunchy version of the weekly D podcast, but it's about 30 minutes long uh, mm-hmm. where I will go on rants and just entertain y'all as much as I can. But yeah. yeah. And then we can't forget our brothers. Our homies, Accidental Chaos. They're also a podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to have Accidental Chaos f- hopefully going full steam again um, very yes. soon. The, they're building in the background. Yeah, they're building <laughs> just... a lot of things in the background. And it's going to be extremely interesting. Uh, and hopefully they figure out the show this time. <laughs> we'll see. We're kind of all a mess. Um, but a fun mess nonetheless. Yes. I mean, that's the point of it, right? It's supposed to be a fun, chaotic time. Precisely. Yeah. But we shall see. You know, that's the fun mm-hmm. part of it all. 
But um, I did want to mention, um, I guess now is the time that we pretty much caught up on where we are, where we're going, and what we're looking forward to. Now Cup's kind of a fun part. Uh, we wanted to, last week, or I guess the week before last, you guys did get to see a basically um, an up-and-coming artist known by Gammy Gons. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of, you know, a up, I mean, up-and-coming artist in Houston who is kind of building, you know, in the pop scene. And uh, it was a very, very good interview. Uh, if you haven't checked yeah. it out, feel feel free to check it out we have it available on youtube on Twitch, you know uh, on Spotify. Apple podcasts everywhere you can find like yep. podcasting um but we have that readily available there um but what we are going to do which is pretty cool is we're going to listen to a live reaction to the new song with gammy gaunt and ca the don who's also a former guest of the show yes um, sir and uh yeah. we have a new song coming up so danny tell us about the song all right so th- this is a brand new song it dropped last friday it's called Love Me For You uh, by Gammy Gons and C.A. The Dawn. We have not heard it. This is going to be our first reaction to it. And uh, let's see let's see what it's like. Let's, let's check it out. All right, here we go. Love Me For You by Gammy Gons and C.A. The Dawn. Bro, can we just say that Gammy is killing it? That, yeah. That, that verse is cold, bro. So first of all, I want to talk about it because uh, I want to really discuss like the actual like instrumental behind it. Mm-hmm. I really like the tropical vibe that's com- really coming from that. It has that very like, you know, uh, how would I say it? Like almost like it's almost like a Cuban like style, like that merengue kind of like almost into like like cumbia, yeah. like kind of like vibe that's happening. There's a really tropical like sound that's happening, and I really really yeah, vibe it. it's dope. Um, Hell yeah! Not to mention, I didn't know Gammy could flow like that. Same. Def- <laughs> I was well, like, I definitely saying, have heard like cold. you know. It's like melodic <laughs> stuff, but I've really never heard him like really, really go into that super flow. So yeah, I, I really, really like that, and uh, I don't know, I'm vibing with this so far. Yes, all right, all right, yeah, it's it's dope. Like I, I wasn't expecting that from Gammy. I'm not gonna lie. Just like you said, we've heard him sing his melodic stuff, but he's actually yeah. coming the flow here. All right, you ready to get back in it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, 
Tryna get your body on the east side Baby, tryna come right back like a bean I need my time, I can't be yours I need my time back Money don't find no man I know I give up on love, can't find that But I'd rather be heartbroken Alright, pause it Okay, first <laughs> off uh, C.A. Old sexy-ass boy sexy Killing ass boy. it out there <laughs> No, that, that is a, this is fucking fire, bro This is yes. fucking fire Dude, I like, dig the beat Like, yeah, this, I is, dig the this beat is a too. summertime bop for sure that's I mean, what I'm saying, bro. Play it at the barbecue, bro. Hell yeah. I can hear this at, make, at the bar, at the club. Shit. I'll make, uh, make fucking fight this with this on, in the background of this. Yes, yeah. bro. Hell yeah. All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. All right. All right let's keep going. The flat out broke, got a couple side holes, and we follow the code. One trip, no post, then we broke up ghost. Not the girl I need, you the girl I chose. Don't you think you irreplaceable? Somebody up in the building. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Looks like Blake might be here. Why didn't he jump in the chat, bro? He said, "Yo, I'm home. I'm muted." I guess uh, we'll give him a few minutes and he'll hop on. Yeah. Uh, did you did you send him the email? No, I sent it to him right now. Okay. Yeah, I, send him the email. Uh, uh I'm gonna pause real quick. Live, <laughs> we are live, and we're back with our special guest. He made it after all that shit it, you talked in the beginning, Carl. Holy <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> hey man, that, that's Listen. what happens when you overschedule yourself. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, so I just wanted to introduce some. If for those who don't know, uh, it's just a legendary, you know, yeah, musician big, and sexy performer, in the building, uh, sexy motherfucker. I want to introduce Lil Dicky. Everybody, <laughs> uh, fuck my dicky bitch. <laughs> no, this is Bleezy Blake, Bleezy a Blake. Uh, pivotal member actually of Accidental Chaos and the Paperplate Media Company. Uh, he's also an up and coming comedian, uh, starting to kind of work and build in the Houston scene. Yes, and sure. uh, we just kind of wanted to have a short conversation with him and kind of just, just talk about how things have been going in the comedy scene. So, Blake, first and foremost, you've always been kind of a funny guy as long as I've known you, right? Kind but of. What funny. But what nice. legitimately like led you to wanting to try comedy? Oh, dude, that's easy. So, I've always wanted to try comedy. I've I've 
every aspect of my life, like when I was growing up, uh, was surrounded about, around performing or like mm-hmm. drawing attention to myself. Um, just because I'm like, I'm ready to do the next thing to make everybody laugh. Because there's a lot of dark shit that goes on in life, man. And, uh, you know, um, they say comedy is tragedy plus time. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And I've had, you know, 28 years to experience uh, the tragedy and turn it into something fun. Um, there's also this fun song, uh, the lyrics from a day to remember that said, uh, all I want is a place to call my own to mend the hearts of everyone who feels alone. And that's what comedy clubs are, man. You get a co- comedian's got some fucked up shit typically going on in their heads. Yes. And, uh, this is a place where you can not feel alone in doing that. Um, the inclusivity in comedy, uh, Houston in general, the comedy scene is diverse as fuck. And, uh, what's beautiful about that is it like, perfectly represents what houston's about and that's our diversity uh texas in general i've said this many times uh texas our motto is a singular word and that's friendship Mm -hmm. and you can find all those things in comedy and especially in the houston scene Uh, but what pushed me to do it was i got tired of not feeling fulfilled man you've got to pursue shit that you want to do like everything Mm -hmm. that that pushes you to create that's what you've got to explore that's what you've got to uh uh nurture um Hmm. I, I've spent so many time fucking with, like wasting time with hoes and <laughs> wasting time with uh uh insert waste uh, time wasting situation here. I've done it, uh, and now uh, it's it's sort of something for me to leave an impact. Even if my name's only remembered by a few people, I mean it's more than uh, what I started with. And That's you know, one thing that I'll say is uh, it definitely is a really powerful mental health tool, comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only, I guess, unlocked that after going to the gym <laughs> one day after a really bad breakup. I was like, this is the lowest I've ever been. Let's see if we can start growing. And then the moment you start really growing and working on yourself, you actually start seeing the results of what that is and what this life is really about. And that's self-improvement. That's what comedy has brought for me is self-improvement. Damn. Hell yeah. Beautiful. You heard said. Of, have you ever heard of living life in the dash? No. You understand what that means? Okay. So I'm going to break it down for you because I think it's really interesting and I think it kind of, you know, really goes into kind of what you want to like discuss when it comes to finding your purpose and things, right? So living life in the dash, it starts with this kind of story of Oh, man. wait, the, the two dates, right? Yes. Yeah, you, you brought this up on the um, Accidental Chaos, actually. Yeah. It's pretty fucking profound. I was like, yeah, man, the, the, yeah. that little space is all you have. Yeah. A tiny so to put little him- thing. So to put it in perspective for listeners who aren't aware, uh, living life in the dash is uh, it's kind of like a metaphor, kind of discussing, you know, a man kind of talking to somebody like in his life, talking about the fulfillment that he has in his life. And what he does is he looks at a he looks at a tombstone, which is a little bit morbid, and he sees two dates. You know, it's the date that you 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 start. You are born like officially you have came into the world. And then there's the date that you pass away. But people don't notice or really pay attention to is really the most important part which is the dash in the middle the dash is when you first find love the dash is when you first like find heartbreak the dash is when you first like find out to ride your bicycle the dash is when you lose somebody you love the dash is you know finding that first job you know finding that path trying dmt <laughs> trying dmt <laughs> maybe once or twice multitude of things but it's it's a very important aspect until like when i when i when you say living life in the dash because as you get older, uh, and this is just something that like inherently I've uh, been coming across as well, you really look at your mortality in a different way. And uh, you start to kind of think, you know, like any point, you know, things could happen, right? In an instant, it could, it could, it could vary from, you know, 
age to age because nobody's safe from that. So living your life in that little dash, no matter how big that dash may be for you is, is really important. And in finding that opportunity to find those passions that you have in life uh, are pivotal. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm so yeah. Absolutely. Damn, Especially to your growth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, it was beautiful when, and, I, when and I heard it's it. It's really cool, man. It's, it's fucking, you've got to do that. You, you, every single moment, you know, like you see so many people passing, so many dying, yeah. so many uh, regrets that have been heard. You don't want mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. No. Especially um, after the, this past year with COVID and everything, you just see all these people that, you know, they're, they're they're dying or people are full of regrets because they lost someone that they just they could have done something with them and they just they they didn't send the text they didn't do this they didn't do that bro covid was a backhand to everybody it really was it, it was like it, get your fucking shit together it, it bro. really <laughs> like slap all us in the fucking face and then we're like whoa like are we on the right track are we happy with what we're doing that's the I most mean, important thing we had, that was the most important question raised is like yeah. are you happy are you yeah i mean can well, you tell me that you are and what makes that you know, it's yeah. funny too when you think of happiness because I, I heard this recently, uh, and I heard the way that you explain happiness is happiness is not a goal. Happiness is not something you have to continuously strive to find because if you strive to find something for too long, you never will. Happiness Ooh. is something that you 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 eventually build and you mm-hmm. create. You create that purpose. You you do like you know think of the little things that you have in your life and they make you smile, right? Like, mm-hmm. but you know. Finding happiness is 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 a, is a fallacy in a lot of ways because, in a lot of ways, it really is almost a detriment because you're constantly looking for what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. But realistically, like not putting a focus on that and just living your life instead, even when it's bad, even when it's ugly, is is important um, because this life is full of things and lessons. If anything, it teaches you. It teaches you the lesson of that, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just it was something I had heard recently and I was like, you know what? Like it really speaks to 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 like me in a way because mm-hmm. you know when I when I like and I don't know if it's the same for you like as well, but when I look at life a lot of times now too, like at least for the longest time I was always looking for what made me happy. You know, oh, yeah. was it going was it going to be this? Was it going to be, you know, mm-hmm. making a bunch of money? Was it going to be, you know, doing and then when I had like some successes in certain places I didn't feel like 100% fulfilled. I didn't feel like 100% happy. I just felt like I wanted to move to that next goal, right? Yeah. Side uh, quests. Side quests, my friend. (laughs) But no, I just, to to come off that, we'll get back into like some more stuff. No, that is like what you're talking about, bro. That's your whole side quest. You're like, oh man, I got fulfilled and I did this thing. I completed the, I got to the very end of this part. Mm -hmm. All right. But I think those moments that like you feel disappointment in that, I think, because I feel like happiness it's almost a state, right? I feel yeah. like happiness is a place. Um, but how do you how do you find a place that you're not often there or you've never been? Because you say that those moments that you feel happiness and it's fleeting, say that's you being taken blindfolded mm-hmm. to the place mm-hmm. of happiness, not shown the route, not shown how to get there. But whenever you find it for yourself, like find it within yourself, you, you have to do a lot of work. Those, yeah. those hard moments, uh, those are the times to hone your blade. Mm-hmm. those really rough nights those are the ones to plan out those those bright mornings like you have to work to get those tools that allow you to find the place that allow you to navigate within yourself to get to that place of happiness because sure. a lot of people look yeah. for it in in people or mm-hmm. uh, or in things and um that's just not the way it is mm-hmm. uh i i feel like in order to 
experience true happiness, you have to not only go through a lot of pain to understand the depth of that emotion, but you also have to be willing to uh, build those tools necessary to see. Because it's hard to see happiness when it's uh, it's a uh, dark world, man. It's yeah, for a lot of people. But, that's for sure. But there's that's no excuse to stop looking. Yeah. Yep. No, no excuse. So said, to pivot man. off that and to kind of talk about you know pain, right? And 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 things that like are it's sad. Let's mm-hmm. talk about something that actually is a very important aspect of building when it comes to your career, when it comes to something that you want to do in life, and that's failure. Um, especially for a comedian, failure is is really pivotal in that 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 projection to growth, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It's something that I think a lot of comedians are are afraid of, but really look forward to. In, oh, in we're all sense. terrified of it, but it's the only learning experience we get. So tell me about like a time that you said, like I think like, we can talk about your first your first experience ever on stage. Um, and I, I kind of want to, I want to hear more about it and, uh, what were your real thoughts kind of going through that, uh, being able to kind of step on the stage for the first time. All right. So like I said, uh, I started comedy after a bad breakup. So I, I went to the comedy club I've never found a place where I was like, this is my chapel, you know, uh, like you go to your pew, you sit down and you, you find something to pray to. Um, but when I was lost, my most lost, uh, I was working Uber. I, uh, just incredibly depressed. I went into the secret group and I told myself, self, <laughs> uh, you're going to, you're going to give it three weeks, uh, mm-hmm. three shows. Uh, if that's all, if that's all you watch, um, you just take notes, see what happens. See like, what's the worst that could happen. You've already gone through the worst that could happen. This uh, currently is this breakup. Uh, and then I, I saw someone bomb and someone that, since since then i like they crush it uh but i saw someone bombing like that's that's the worst like we're all uncomfortable like you don't yeah. like a comic is not the only one who feels uncomfortable <laughs> we are also watching you shit the bed Bro. none of us none of us came in here for scat play but here you are fucking puddling Smearing shit it. it's yeah. fucking gross <laughs> but i've bombed i've done it but my first time i killed it Bro. and i think that was like that that it shouldn't have happened that way because now I'm addicted to comedy. <laughs> now I'm like, Bro, I fucking love that shit. I'm not going to lie. I've seen you, what, once or twice perform. And both times, you fucking killed it, dude. Like, I, I, I was in complete awe the very first time I saw you. Because I know it was either your second or your third show. And I went yeah. up there to the secret group. And I watched it. And I was like, dude, this kid's got some talent to him. Like, the way you control the room was something admirable because as soon as you you were on stage you were on like it, it, and you know i watched a whole night worth of comedians because you're one of the last ones to go up <laughs> yeah dude i was like 20 seconds it, it, it was like <laughs> it was like one o'clock in the morning by the time you went up and we watched me and my fiance watched a whole line of comedians and some were awesome some completely bombed but the stage presence you had when as, as soon as you got on there and that they're like coming to the stage blizzy blake Everyone's like, oh, but not really, because there's like three of us there. <laughs> but you came on and you demanded attention and you just took over the space, dude. And I, I gotta say, I was in complete awe because I knew you were fresh to the scene. I knew you were new and you were trying out jokes, but you just completely killed it, dude. It Bro, was, it's it was amazing I to see that you. so fucking much, dude. Because, uh, dude, that that means the world to me. Um, fucking it. How would I best describe like how that like. Occurs. so 
I've already been like a shit person to myself, right? Like you can, you're your own worst enemy, uh, plain and simple. You'll like, 100%. no one can talk shit yeah. to you better than you can. Um, and I, I, after seeing people like bomb and going up on stage and thinking that's the worst that could happen, fine. I'll just go back up and do it again. Uh, I've I have my heart broken several times. So I stopped going and searching for love. No. no. <laughs> so why would I do that for, for comedy? comedy? Yeah. And like a, a shout out real quick for, to one of the local comics, Abby Bowman, dude, she fucking inspired the shit out of me. She told me comedy is waiting for you. And I'm like, I like that. All right. I, I, I get it. It's, it's all there. You have to go pursue it. And that's just like everything else in life. Like when I went to the gym, I hated myself. I couldn't take my shirt off, bro. I felt uncomfortable. I was like, well, let's figure out what we can do here. I started building. I got more impressed by what I was doing. I was hurting, but I was like, I can do more and do more. And I was becoming more uh, comfortable with myself. It's the same with comedy. Comedy, the stores are gyms. You're yeah. just going open mics. You're watching a gym session. Sometimes you'll see some ripped motherfucker, a uh, mm-hmm. uh, really good comic, come in and crush it. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see them just bomb because they were sore from the night before. They're trying something new. They're they're doing a different workout. That's it's uh really cool you you see potential it's almost like watching the star being born in a nebula like all of them like i can name a couple of comics that i honestly feel i could definitely go somewhere big dude that old man that that frequents the the secret group i forget his (sighs) name but he fucking he kills it andy huggins bro i fucking love him he was on america's got talent He's one of the funniest dudes I've ever seen. He's like, he's probably a hundred years old at this point. He was there my first fucking <laughs> night up, dude. And I was nervous as shit. And I had my fucking notebook and I looked at him because I was like, you're like, I know who you are. Yeah. And I'm like, hey man, do you have any fucking like advice for someone just starting? And he's like, write, write every day. Keep writing. Don't mm-hmm. stop writing. Um, go up there yeah. with confidence. Believe in yourself. Because the, the thing that happens when you bomb, because you can always come back from that. But yeah. a lot of the things like when you bomb, it's like hitting the whiskey throttle, you know, you fucked mm-hmm. up and you're like, <laughs> well, people stop believing in themselves. They'll, yeah. they'll start bombing and then they'll start treating the mic like a therapy session a little too, <laughs> too uh, on it. They're like, yeah, my dad ate me. Yeah. And it's like, no, dude, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you um, you want to know one thing I appreciate about your comedy is that you don't go for shock value. Like you're telling real stories. Because I, I frequent comedy clubs all the time. I love comedy. I'm a student of comedy. I want to get up. I want to build the, the courage to one day, you know, do comedy again. Because first few times I did, I bombed. And it was terrible. Like It's fun. Like the last, <laughs> the, the the best part of it was when I was like, fuck, I thought I was funny. And everyone in the room laughed. That That was like my best joke. But, you know, you've inspired me after watching you and constantly, you know, getting back into comedy and watching tons of people you've inspired me to start writing again and and you know i appreciate you doing that because you did it oh, unknowingly thanks dude and but like i love i i've realized i have such a love for comedy like for valentine's day i took my girl out to um hot brunch drag that uh, <laughs> uh what's her yeah. name tressa from that's also frequent uh, the secret group tressa and i forgot the other girl's name they did it and it, it was a good time uh um julie was there the, the trans oh, comic yeah yeah, and it, it just really the shit. Yeah, but it just it made me appreciate the way you do comedy because I saw people that went for just shock value. I saw people like you where you had substance to your stories. You had, 
your jokes well thought out and built up. And I, I just like, I don't know, man. You made me fall in love with comedy again when I went to go see you. And then seeing hey, man, all those people. I fell in love with comedy in a in a fucking profound way, dude. So I understand. And dude, so I know some like hesitation to getting up on stage, trust and believe. I understand that shit. But dude, I'm telling you, the moment like whenever it this is how it happens for me. I'm nervous before every show. That'll never change. I'm mm. always nervous. Uh which is it good to varies be nervous. In, in degree. Yeah. But the moment I like see the mic suspended in light, dude, and it's mm-hmm. waiting for me. And, and I grab it, name? it's time to go to work. Lazy Blake. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is who I gotta be. This is who yeah. I wanna be. And then it's just it all like sinks. That's why I say like whenever like that's why I reference the chapel to this the comedy clubs. It's like I don't mm. I don't have a god to pray to. I have a uh, people to make laugh, and that's what I'm here for. Yes, sir. Love that shit. I, I love that I shit. Love that, honestly, yeah. like, um, and you know, it's funny, like. I guess going into it, they were kind of talking about how uh, shock value and things like that. Uh, I love all is of something it. <laughs> that that happens too in in comedy, right? And it, it's something that happens frequently in comedy. And people have taken, you know, different stances on how they feel about shock value comedy. Yeah. And as somebody who used to previously do a lot of shock value comedy, um, have you felt the the shift and the change uh, in kind of how you present yourself? Do you kind of dis- do you kind of are you a little do you feel like you're more careful whenever you're telling jokes like you feel like you need to be or do you feel like it's just kind of the way things are moving this is the natural progression of comedy and this is where things are going to go I don't know um I feel like you I feel like I'm still like learning my recipe you know mm-hmm. still getting my uh, my dishes down um I I enjoy shock value comedy so much cuz it's it's the people that you don't expect it right like uh i don't want to talk about poutine don't you even bring it up no i'm not gonna bring up (laughs) it's not good to be french canadian everyone knows that uh but no man it's um i don't know dude it's it's you you evolve over time for sure i i have some shock comedy things that i can say easily my brain is just ready to say some potential uh canceling uh things but uh i don't know um I, I really like the comedy that I've experienced. The things that I have mm. made fun of in my life, that's why I do story-based comedy mm-hmm. is because y'all want to hear some fucked up shit. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> literally my life. I've got 28 years of, excuse me? <laughs> uh, you saw what? Your, how many times was your cousin's dick cut? Like, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> you have you one, pissed on who? Yeah, one of the funniest jokes that I've heard uh when I went to go watch you, I don't, I don't want to give it away, but it was a gift you received from uh, Uncle, the uh, deceased uh, no, Uncle. Is it the the dead dude? Yeah, that yeah, one was the wild. Dead guy dude. Pussies, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you should have seen the comedy club, Kyle. When he said that, everyone went quiet. They didn't know how to react. <laughs> Bro, you you it's it's great because like this is here's like what actually happened there, man. I was uh I was engaged at one point. You, you boys know that. Yeah. Um. And I was taking care of her uh, dad as he was passing away of uh, cancer. And this is something I've done with a lot of my family members. I just take care of people when they're passing. Um, but him and I got really close. And this guy is like 6'5", fucking was 280, something like that. And uh, a polar bear of a human being. And, you know, whenever I first saw him, I'm like, this is an imposing dude. This is a big ass guy. 
but you know i'm not sure that cancer makes your dick that little and if it does we need to obliterate cancer right now md anderson needs to be given nasa money needs to be given the war budget i don't know what's happening here <laughs> but it's some fucked up shit but he he's starting to like you know fade a little bit and he said um you know people take little trinkets from the dead you know if your uh, dad dies you might take a shirt or a flannel and that's what she did and he uh tells me that the duffel bags in the closet are like for me and i'm like and i and like to give you like some backstory he was a, a motocross person like he did a lot of motocross he had some sick gear and i was like oh this is some cool gear potentially <laughs> maybe it's drugs and money i don't fucking know <laughs> so i open it and it's like two pocket pussies bro like his pocket pussies and a couple pornos man one was used one was brand new the shit was fucking like and you know like it had like some try me glue still stuck on the bottom of it you know what i'm talking about did you try it and uh like honestly dude I, I looked at it and i'm like well i'm not gonna just break up with a new one i might get a refund on this one man. if anything we're gonna figure out what this is about <laughs> so like her dad sli uh, she slips into her dad's flannel to remember him and i slip into the pocket pussy to remember the old man <laughs> did y'all let me match? tell you bro pocket pussies are dangerous <laughs> for a single guy for sure it, dude. no if anything abortions don't need to be illegal pocket pussies <laughs> need to be illegal like women's rights bro fuck the pocket pussy <laughs> Can we talk about how Texas is the greatest state ever? We canceled COVID and we canceled abortions all in one shot. In one year. That, that's pretty fucking <laughs> rad. That's pretty rad, bro. You know, people are worried about COVID and it's fucking, uh, it's infe like how infectious it is, bro. Have uh -huh. you seen someone yawn? <laughs> yeah. Bro, and tell me you're not going to immediately yawn right after. Bro. Oh, instantly, dude. I'm the worst at that. Hell yeah, bro. I am the worst the at that. that. Someone about, can man. fake yawn and I start yawning. It's terrible. Piece of cake, real quick. Ah, where did you get that from? I made it, bit. bro. Did you not see? He sent us all a picture of when he was making it. I was. I, I didn't see the chat. Oh Listen, man, you're missing. You should out. pay attention. I, I have lots of fun with making cake. Oh, I'm not good at paying attention to things. <laughs> ADD is really a bitch. Hell yeah, yeah. bitch. And for some mm. reason, I'm dyslexic now, so that's new. Um, I don't know. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you just get the booster or something? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that explains the third arm under here. <laughs> Kyle's saying he's got a giant dong. You know he's two percent black, and it's only below the waist. That's true. <laughs> he's two percent black. You Is didn't that know that? Yes. Yeah. No, actually, I'm two percent. No, no, no. It's like one point two percent Sub-Saharan African. Totally. You should right. run for uh, president. Right. <laughs> 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 I, am, I am you're like actually, a smoothie bro like, i am so actually 17 percent native american that's that's a fact oh man what yeah you should I definitely did. run for president we took all of your land bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're yeah. like bitch don't kill my tribe we said too late Just don't kill my tribe. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all right all right Blake. we pivoted we really did pivot <laughs> No, oh. that's actually what Pocahontas was saying, low key. <laughs> but she was twerking on John Smith like bitch down camera. That was great, bro. Mm -mm. As someone that's known for outrage saying outrageous shit, how do you feel about cancel culture, man? And how like Fuck cancel culture how, stuff. How, it can suck a whole ass dick. All right. 
and the people that support it. They can suck a dick too. Do you think though that there are some people who absolutely need to be told though? That absolutely. I mean, if you're gonna like, if you're raping people, like yeah, like a Bill, like a Bill, Cos- like, yeah, like a Bill Cosby is just an example. Yeah, like like a serial rapist. Yeah, I mean, I think he should be murdered, but, but like the because you, you rape people, you should you should be killed. Yeah. I just um, want to talk about my pudding pops. Man, I fucking love Bill. Cos- my dad looks like Bill Cosby, bro. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't I can't go to family barbecues that like fucking watch my mom's drink. Like they're married. <laughs> They've been married for fucking almost twenty years. Uh, I'm like, hold up. I'm just saying, dude. If your dad offers you a pudding pop, say no. <laughs> you know what? His nickname uh, uh, in the police force uh, for a couple of his friends was Putin Pop. And I'm like, man, nobody says shit about that anymore. <laughs> Remember the, the good old days back when Putin Pops and Quaaludes were ubiquitous? Right. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, the 80s. Oh, man. Place Hell I don't yeah. remember. Man, I wish I was <laughs> never was there. I wish I was But no, honestly, cancel culture, dude. I think it's a distraction. Oh, for sure. I think it's an absolute distraction. I think it's a misrepresentation. People are like misunderstanding what's going on. Like the whole Dave Chappelle thing. I guess that would be the most recent, like big, like cancel thing. Mm -hmm. Bro, people didn't fucking listen at all. He said, you're not going to listen. You don't listen and you're not going to. And like, it it blows my mind. The entire reason that you make jokes, the entire reason we exist as comics is social commentators exactly if you get offended that there's a fucking reason mm-hmm. but if you get offended over some if you got offended because you went to a comedy show or you watched a comedy show or you get offended because you heard you got a clip or you heard someone get offended by it i, I have no sympathy for you mm-hmm. the, the world is much more tough than somebody's joke that somebody said that's now, if that, you're actually and that's like the whole joe rogan thing you know how they're trying to cancel him that doesn't make any sense to me it's shit, man like okay, I get it. Like, does he does he spread vaccine information misinformation sometimes? Sure, no. but he's apologized for it. He's but he's also wrong. just in the search for the, the answer. Like yeah, he well, has people from all over. Exactly. Yeah, when he he's talks wrong, to multiple he, people. He owns up to it. When he's yeah. right, I mean, they don't give him credit when he's been right. But when he's for had sure. the right no. people on the podcast and they've they've said shit that was correct. But media is going to media regardless, and that's how they type. They try to do things, and like you guys said, it's like a lot of times it's a distraction for another thing but hey shout out to the to the comedians who actually don't give a shit about it like you know you have so many you have like theo vaughn out there you have fucking bill burr no you have like burr kreischer have you seen miss pat's newest special on netflix uh, bro if you haven't seen miss pat's newest special on on netflix i highly recommend it that shit is hilarious she has probably one of the crudest uh abortion jokes i've ever heard And it oh, is that's that is just great, man. Miss Pat is amazing. Amazing. I do love a good abortion joke. And there's somebody probably listening to this right now, or is going to listen to this in the future. Is just like these are all comedians that I'm no longer going to listen to. Yeah. Like no. And to that, I say, suck a dick. Suck a dick. The best part of being uncomfortable. Bro, but is sucking that, dick. I don't know. It's, I it's the best like, part. Oh, like, wow, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little some explaining to do there. <laughs> Sticking a little nut. Hey Blake. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a serious question that I got a serious question to ask you, Blake. Alright, what's up? W- what's up with you and Ted Cruz, man? It seems like you you got some beef with Mr. Cruz. Cruz. Uh, first <laughs> off, he looks like my buddy uh Kyle here. Where? Where? I'm I just like... wanna see I just is it because I'm Mexican? 
Wow, he's not even Mexican. That's he's racist. Fucking he's fucking on, Cuban. On wow. fucking brand, Mr. Cruz. <laughs> <On brand. laughs> wow. First wow. of all, I am I am Mexican half <laughs> at least, and he's also Cuban, so it's still fucked up. So, and he went to Mexico, so that's he didn't. Like he guys are brother Mexico. Now. He bailed on us. Compadres, compatriot. Oh, like oh, <laughs> that's that's really close to comrades. Fucking patriots. Patriots. Speaking of. Yeah. Of the conversation of patriots. I want your take, because I don't know if you've been keeping up with what's been going on in Canada, but <laughs> Wait. it's been a shit show. Bro, I don't give a fuck about Canada. What's happening in Canada? <laughs> so currently they got you know, moose and cold. They got, cold they got well. maple syrup. And, and Justin Trudeau uh, as well. Bro, I don't I don't fuck with syrup. You know what's better than syrup on pancakes, bro? Chocolate gravy. That shit is. I don't like that you call it gravy, <laughs> though. Bro, it's called gravy. chocolate gravy, dog. I tell you it's the consistency to... of gravy, but it's like this like really nice uh, chocolate. It's, T- tell me uh, why when you said chocolate gravy, I started sweating, bro. <laughs> bro, you will. You'll get the sweats. It, it's the meat sweats. Bro, because I pour that shit on the eggs, the bacon, the sausage. On the eggs? Are we going to have to redo a Thanksgiving episode? Hold on, hold on. Paper plate media. Based it in waste chocolate sauce. We should all get together to do a, a Thanksgiving episode. My dumb ass is trying to sip out the fucking lid. I saw that. That brownie, bro. Oh, but to go into what's happening in Canada right now, as a general just consensus. Is it the so trucker thing? Yeah, it's the whole trucker oh. trucker <laughs> thing going on where people are uh, kind of like like initially fighting against mass mandates. And things like that, and there's kind of a lot of like laws which people can believe whatever they want, in my opinion. Like, I think that that might be incorrect, somebody else might think it's super correct. I really don't give a shit, right? Ultra it's kind correct. of what it is. How I, however, though, I don't like the idea of people having access to freeze bank accounts when they deem it necessary to do so. So, that's something that's happening right that's now. That's not cool, is they're, they're actually freezing protesters' bank accounts. Um, that's fucked, and yeah, that's why people have been trying to go to crypto, but they've been talking about assets in general, like freezing assets as mm-hmm. a whole. So potentially trying to freeze their crypto wallets. Well, they said assets. Uh, so that. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of just like the world is just in this place where it doesn't want to like listen to its people, right? Canada being an example of that, where it's just there are a bunch of people who obviously have an issue with what's going on, mm-hmm. but they don't really want to listen as to why. They just want to automatically deem them wrong. And uh, I want your opinion on that, Blake. Bro. Well, I mean, how, how more obvious is, like, autocracy, right? Like, yeah. it, uh, it's so sickening. It's, uh, I feel like we're slowly going towards the decline of freedom. Uh, that's yeah. being shown globally. It's kind of depressing. Fuck um, yeah. Have you seen uh, South America, dude? They're all socialists and fucking mm-hmm. communists now. He shot out the door, though, for being, being Bitcoin, Bitcoin friendly and embracing technology. It's just, you know, it's for me, I just try to focus on literally everything else. I uh, I find that if I focus too much on all of that, it's it's only going to force me to want to fix the world because I have that I have that issue. <laughs> if I see something broken, I'm trying to fix it. And uh I I got obsessed with it for the longest time. Like I got really into politics and I honestly 
think that the people that are in power, the, those people that pursue power at that level, it, it's corrupted you already. You, you, if you're pursuing that level, you're already corrupted by something. Even if you try to start it off with like good intentions, like you've walked all the way that path to hell. Like you, it's, I, I don't know, man. It's hard to disagree with you on that one because I, it's hard to see agree. positive people. Uh, you don't a lot of the time a lot of it a lot of things where they they try to to utilize like the people you know the people quote unquote or what they believe that is it's usually just a front to to build their own and that's the republican or democrat whatever it's the same at the end of the day if you really want to break it break it down fundamental rules are the same take advantage of the people that that are not in control and be the person in control right Mm -hmm. that's really all it is um and, and and i think when it comes down to it this is just getting kind of heavy and i'm sorry <laughs> i keep doing this to you blake during a comedy talk conversation about comedy but um, oh bro you know the, yeah. people are multifaceted yeah mm-hmm. it's a one of those things that's like insane to me and I, I i don't know i just think there needs to be fundamental change in the way that the world kind of views certain aspects of things i don't know the world it's unfortunate i think we'll all be dead before we see that yeah Probably. At least, at least we will initially. <laughs> oh we yeah. Will. Hopefully, our grandkids will. Who knows? We'll, we'll be alive in the metaverse. I mean, we'll, well then we could like if we're we'll worried about the grandkids, we're good. Talk about the dwindling harvests, um, uh, uh, over harvesting, uh, not being able to replenish the the next year, and then you know that topsoil degrading. Sucks. Mm-hmm. It's a big bowl of depressing, and that's why we got to giggle about literally everything else. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anyways. what we're here for. Like, hey, everything's on fire. Let's talk about uh, how small the dick the fireman had. Hey, Toby that. Keith said it best. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Toby Keith has said a lot of sh- uh, shit, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Keith has been the response. Uh, like, uh, my response to Toby Keith is always a blackout drunk phase. Yeah. So, it's not even my music, but Toby Keith just no. in the air and you, you're drunk already. Exactly. I don't care if it's nobody's music, like country, whether or not, no matter what state you live in or country you live in. Mm-hmm. All I will say is, there's never a wrong time to to play Neon Moon ever. Neon Moon is the greatest song. I like the covers of Neon Moon, but every time I hear that, I'm like, bro, I am not about to smoke this cigarette, am I? <laughs> sun goes down on my side of town. Anyways, um, Blake. I uh, wanted to thank you for jumping on. Yes, it was sir. awesome to have a conversation with you. It's cool, man. Uh, I just demand your firstborn. Um, <laughs> I can provide some salt and maybe like a little bit of like. Have we this are. Water. Well, I have this water bottle. That's pretty much all I got. That's all you got. How about you recycle that and make sure it doesn't go to the trash? Pay it forward. Sir. I live in Kentucky. That is well say. Anyway, <laughs> they don't know how to spell recycle. <laughs> Certain parts of Kentucky, that would be correct. <laughs> You're a little further south toward Tennessee. They're going to start spelling Kentucky correct, incorrect too. Bro, um, oh, uh, you know what? This what state's the worst though? Fucking Louisiana, dude. Oh, worst you. goddamn state in the entire union. What they do have Mardi Gras? Fuck yourself, Louisiana. <laughs> Every time I go there, you got fucking goddamn dinosaurs roaming the fucking waters. And your bitch ass. Like every time I go there, I'm surprised and inspired every time I see someone with more than seven teeth in Louisiana. 
<laughs> I'm like, bro, do y'all just all work at Lowe's making keys? Like, what the fuck y'all doing, bro? God damn. <laughs> 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 Fucking hate that, that shit. That just went over some people's heads, but think about it. <laughs> we got dentists. We got alligators afoot. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Ah, That's all damn. I have to say about that. Fuck you. <laughs> Did you go to Mardi Gras down there, or? Oh, no, I went to Galveston. Galveston? Same. Oh, uh, yeah, that was wholesome as shit. Hell yeah, right? Galveston, Mardi Gras. I was like, like a people were like, beads, beads. And I'm like, uh-huh. this is the only time, like, people are going to legally let me throw shit at their kids. So, <laughs> 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 might as well Fair. beam this bitch right down to their kid. Honestly, you're, you're not missing much from, like, uh, a New Orleans Mardi Gras. Last time I went to New Orleans Mardi Gras, I got, I was, I had a death threat. Someone tried to pit pocket my friend, and I ended up in a brothel. Um, nice. Brothels that's a good time. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting four hours. Two pockets got picked that day. <laughs> no, no, no. Did, did you get any? <laughs> yeah, did y'all yeah. play You've any? Heard, I'm, sure, I'm sure a few of you guys have heard that story. If you if you listen to some of the weekly podcasts, yeah. I've, I've, I've talked about that experience in New Orleans for a while time. Kyle may, admitted they played pocket pool that day. Damn. No, sir. <laughs> Anyways, boys, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening to our stream and our Twitch and listening to us talk about random shit for like 45 minutes before. Um, I do want to say, Blake, you, you know, if you get close to the you mic, it's still uh, Blake, if you don't mind shouting out your social media, uh, just so we can know where to find you. And I'm Big Daddy Bleezy on Instagram, bitch. It's, uh, it's that little thingy that you see my, right next to my face if you're watching. There you go. Okay. Yeah, big time. And uh, oh, where can they show? find you if what, to go to perform? Uh, the anywhere in uh, Houston that's got an open mic, you'll find me. Uh, Secret Group, Rudyard's, uh, Darwin's. Um, Have you been to Rudd's? Lots of places. Where Rudd's? Rudd's, yeah, man. Yeah. We went to the the Gay Agenda show. Uh, yes. me and my buddy Tyler got called a stepdad stepson couple. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, now now this motherfucker calls me sport. You know what? I went to I went to that uh, hot brunch track at, at the Rudd's, and I was like, man, I want to go see more comedy down here. It seems like a good vibe. Montrose seems like a great place to, to listen. Montrose to is a fucking magical place. The gayborhood is live and well. Yes, sir. Long live it. <laughs> Avant Garden's pretty sick too. Oh fuck yeah! yeah and for live poetry too, I really yeah. like that. Yeah, our friend, our friend Omer does live poetry at Avant Garden. That's tough. Um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty. In, in, you should in leave scene. that backwards ass state and come back to Texas, bitch. <laughs> you got like friends. You like my friends do this stuff in Houston, right? Uh, that's pretty much how it goes. I was like, I have friends in in different states and low places. <laughs> I, have I got friends. I got a couple of friends here Please. and a couple of good people. But uh, regardless. Again, Blake, thank you for jumping on. Uh, yeah, man. Thank yeah, you, guys, uh, listeners, for listening to the weekly podcast uh, again, and you know, joining us on this journey. Uh, you can find us uh, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts if you want to listen to it and kind of listen to this again if you want to. You got to go deep dive into the fully edited version of this. Um, thank you for those who listened to this live and were able to, t- to listen and wait through our breaks. Yes. Um, shout out, and, shout out uh, to, let, let's do some shout outs real quick. Shout out yeah. to accidental chaos 69 for listening. Although we know it, it's Chris. <laughs> shout out to my dealer for, uh, for also flag. watching. Yeah, for the supply, <laughs> right. Uh, shout uh, out to tombstone. Who's our producer. Shout out to Mexi beer. God. I almost said Mexi Verga, but it's Mexi Beer God. Shout out to you for watching the live stream. Shout out to Metalhead41294. That's a long ass fucking 
uh, tag, but wow. shout out to you too. <laughs> Took all Maybe the that's Cody. Yeah, that's Cody. <laughs> and then also shout out to Gammy Gons. It was pretty and Ancy of the Dawn for the sick, uh, sick music we got to we got to check out yes. right before Blake jumped on. Oh, yes, yes, so y'all yes. had a whole ass party. I bet there were drugs too. I'm disappointed. <laughs> so if you guys want to listen to more of the weekly d you can also and or keep up with our social media you can also check us out at uh the weekly d pod on both instagram and twitter uh you can also again follow me at it's that guy kyle on both instagram and twitter and danny at danny underscore g 951 on both on pretty much all the social media yeah. uh we do all have a tiktok ones. uh random stuff like that we're building a youtube channel all that fun stuff so make sure you check it out be on the lookout for anything paperclip media related uh we look forward to growing with you we look forward to seeing you as this thing progresses and uh we'll see you guys next time till then peace cheers later